Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Sports. DT Sports Talk. All we talk sports. Sports talk. All I know is sports. DT Sports Talk. Talk about some sports. Yeah. Sports talk. All we know is sports. DT Sports Talk. All we talk sports. Sports talk. All I know is sports, yeah. DT Sports Talk. Yeah. Go we no talk sleep. sports. Skin. Touchdown every time I score, I'm in the zone like 2-3. Hustle hard like Nipsey. Bring the corners back, Jalen Ramsey. In the trees like a Jaguar, but I switch it up. I'm an Aries. I ram it. Chilling in the clouds with some angels. I met in Los Angeles. Run through it. I'm a tight end, Derrick Henry. Yeah. I'll forever be legendary, rest in peace to Kobe, LeBron James, you can't coach me, bring life to the game like MJ, then I get bored like Capella, and transform it like Steph Curry, I'ma make a splash, go K, the K stands for play, started getting rings like Vince, so they gave the trophy my name, man I'm cold like Lambo, it get messy when I kick it like Ronaldo or Neymar, either you going home or going hard, this sports talk with DC. No sleep. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy ESPN from the hood, a.k.a. LeVarBoss.com. Better known as Sports Talk DT. And we are back with another episode live on ISM Sports Radio. This is Sports Talk with DT and Dave. And I'm live with my main man, What's going on, brother? You all right? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, man. And at the top of the show, man, we're going to go right to you, man, with the coaching carousel. It has been a crazy, crazy week to 10 days in the the NBA uh, with this coaching carousel. And we're going to spin it to you, Sports Talk Dave, and let you take over that uh, coaching carousel. Let's go. All right, man. Well, sources, uh, out of, uh, reliable sources out of the NBA says that uh, the Portland Trailblazers will make history uh, in the next week, naming Becky Hammonds their next head coach, first female head coach. Becky Hammonds has been making uh, headlines wow, for years. Wow, wow, wow. I didn't mean to cut you off, but is that official? I'm sorry? Is that official? That is not official. That's, that's, that's the... Uh, that's what's coming out of uh, several sources out of the NBA. Several reports have come out. Reliable okay, okay. sources. Hey, what, and one second before you continue, hey, we got our, hey, we got our third party in town on the line. Sports talk, D boy. What's going on, sports talk? Hello. Yo, I'm here. I don't know what D boy might be right, using. Good. Hey, Dave, go right in here with the coaching care, sir. All right, so we're looking at Portland being off the board in the next week. I'm very surprised at Boston, with Boston uh, moving uh, Brad Stevens up to the front office to be placed. They let their top assistant come to uh, our Detroit Pistons, um, which everybody thought that that was just going to be automatic. Brad Stevens will move up, and so with uh, uh, I can't remember his name right now. Um, he he would have taken the spot for Brad Stevens once again, making it uh, five, six, six African American head coaches in the NBA. 
But right now, Boston's in a it, Boston's in a turmoil of uh, what's going on with them. Um, that's that's a semi-attractive uh, semi-attractive uh, job. The least attractive job that's open right now, in my opinion, would be would be the Indiana Pacer job, simply because they have they have a young core, but they they're just not, their management, upper management, not showing the direction in which they want the uh, franchise to go. So that's the least attractive. The the, the next attractive job is New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, DT, in your opinion. How would you rank this job, the New Orleans Pelicans? Would you take the New Orleans Pelicans job, or would you take Dallas Mavericks job? If you had a choice between the two, I would easily take the, the Dallas Mavericks job without even thinking about it. Um, there's so many speculations around the New Orleans, the New Orleans Pelicans job. It's the rumor that they interviewed Jack Burns, is the um, which is a uh, former Atlanta Hawks player, former New York player, former Atlanta Magic head coach. Um, it's been rumored that they interviewed WNBA Hall of Famer Tommy Witherspoon, uh, also played with the New York Liberty uh, 1996 women's uh, team in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, first NBA, uh, first WNBA Hall of Famer, uh, Hall of Fame class to be elected. Tommy Witherspoon, I, you know, Zion's family is telling him to vote next year after he his contract, in his rookie contract. Uh, it's just so many. It's just so many speculations around the New Orleans Pelicans job. I, I would stay away from that job if I was any coach. And I and I concur with you because the rumors are that uh, Zion hasn't officially said, but the rumors are that his family has asked that he wants to be traded. Um, again, the rumors go on that you know. Now the NBA wants him to be moved to New York, where they originally wanted him to be drafted. Um, if you remember when Zion came out, it was all the hoopla of New York drafting Zion, and then New Orleans got the number one pick. So that's a that's a that's a uh, that's a scary job to have. You 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 could get Zion, and you can get the worst of Zion, or you they might move Zion. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks job is the most attractive job, in my opinion. I don't understand why Rick Carlisle uh, stepped down, but then again, I could understand 12 years in one spot. Um, your voice starts to get old to the players. Um, you know, you want, a, you want a different venue. So I can understand why he stepped down, but he had much success. But that team is, that team is built for a long playoff run. So that would be an attractive job if I had my choices. Washington Wizards job, uh, yeah. Uh, you see what Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook are capable of when they're locked in, but that was a seventy-two season. That was a seventy-two game season, and they had a couple of they had a couple of uh, lucky breaks along the way. So it's a tie between Washington, Indiana, and New Orleans as being the job that I would not take. Orlando, well. Um, well, Indiana, well, Indiana is a job that I, Indiana is a job that I would consider, uh, just considering the pieces that they have in Indiana. Uh, Karis LeVert, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Demontis Sabonis, 
Miles Turner. They have a lot of they have a lot of building blocks in Indiana that can transfer. Is it Brogdon on his last year, or is he is he a free agent this year? No, he uh, he he's entering his final year of his deal. But the point I'm okay. the point I'm making is with the with the right hire, it could be the right hire that to keep that team together. Because let's be real, the Indiana Pacers is not a sorry ball club. They had a, they had a lot of injuries this year um, in a 72 game season that ultimately led them to the eighth or seventh seed, whatever seed they ended up with this year uh, in the play play in tournament. You know they just didn't have they just didn't have enough time to fully get healthy and you know they played a lot of back to back. You know um, or after the All Star game they had maybe the fifth or sixth toughest schedule coming down the stretch. So the Indiana Pacers didn't have the easy closing closing um, their regular season. But I do um, agree with what you said that it's a job that I wouldn't be quick to take, but I wouldn't be quick to turn down either because I like some of the pieces that are in Indiana. We're going to go to Sports Talk D-Boy. Let's see what he got to say about the coaching carousel. The coach where? The coaching carousel. Well, Sports Talk I mean, Ask like... your question to Sports Talk D-Boy. Well, I always want to know what, what job attracts you uh, with all the vacancies right now, Sports Talk D-Boy? What job attracts you the most? Um, as you know, or I don't know if you know, but rumors are that the Portland Trailblazers will make history in the upcoming weeks very soon, making an announcement, um, choosing Becky Hammonds over our own Mr. Big Shot from Detroit, Chauncey Phillips, as the first head co- female head coach in the NBA history. Um, so I really don't consider that job open based on some reliable sources saying that that will be uh, a go soon, go soon. But, uh, but uh, what, out of all the coaching, out of coaching jobs, what is your what is your most desirable spot, and which is your most least desirable spot? I was the, uh, my most desirable spot, and uh, to me, the most desirable spot will probably be Boston. And uh, as me and Sports Talk uh, DT was had a few little conversations earlier, you know, like. The choices, the the good choice, the the good fan base choice will be in between Jay Kidd and um, Mr. Big Shot Phillips. And um, one reason why I say that is because they both was drafted there. I mean, they both played there. Um, Phillips was drafted, and um, Jay Kidd played there for for a certain amount of time. So you know that would look like the most valuable. I, one one of them two would be the most valuable spot uh, for that job right there. Now the least we got a couple of least desirable spots is the one that y'all said uh, the uh, the Pelicans and Indiana, but Indiana is in the middle because because of what um, DT said that you do have a, a a building a a building block to build off of with them guys that's there, but you know like they still need a little. Uh, a little more work, you know, so they they not completely out of a championship run. So if I had to take the most uh, undesirable spot, it will be Indiana. Uh, I mean, to, to build off of, but the one that I wouldn't probably wouldn't touch at all will be uh, New uh, New Orleans because you don't know how long 
Zion going to be there. And if the, and if Zion get traded, you know, you never know what you might get for him. It might not work with what you already got, so you might have to change the whole team around. And that's not what you really want to do because they have building pieces too. But my most desirable squad would be Boston. Well, I was, I was thinking when you were saying that about about the 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 Warners that yeah, if you if you have to if they force your hand and have to trade Zion, wouldn't you think that he's going to get a boatload in return? I'm talking draft picks and I'm talking talent wherever he may go. And I don't really see a lot of teams that's in in the position that could probably trade for Zion at the asking price the Pelicans are going to be asking. But I would okay, say like, you know. Okay, see, like, Forrest, yeah, you would get a lot of talent, you know, uh, you know, about, okay, but, like, when you say a lot of talent, like, which end of talent do you really want to go with them? Because, like, if you get new talent, like, Forrest Drive picks like that, and then you add them to them, to, to that team that's already there, they already, they, they got, like, a building core. They already been running with each other as it is. So if you... So my opinion on that, if you if you do get a boatload of talent, you want to, you want veterans because you already got a group, a core group of young guys as it is. They need they need an Uncle Jeff on their team. So you don't want to you don't want to trade Zion to get a whole bunch of um dra- uh, young draft picks and then you got to work this into your into what you got now. And if you do get a bunch of young draft t- picks, you might have to get rid of some of um some of the players that you already have, so you really don't want to mess with them unless you're getting a, a, a couple of Uncle Jeffs to join the team. Well, I'm looking, I'm looking at it like this. I'm looking at with with New Orleans, you got, if you do have to move Zion, you would get future talent, and you probably would get a couple of young studs. Um, but you build, you start building around Brandon Ingram, who's not a shabby person to build around. Do I think he's a number one on a championship team? No, but you got to start somewhere. You never know what what he can progress into. Look at look at the jump he did from the Lakers up until the uh, Pelicans season. So I was averaging uh, was averaging uh, fifteen in the Lakers uniform, and now he's up to twenty points in the Pelican uniform. So. Again, like you said, young pieces, but at the same time, Zion's going to bring future. Uh, he's going to bring future talent, not talent right now. I'm getting an indication that we got our, our special guest tonight, D Boy. We got our special guest, uh, Sport Talk VT. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here, Sport Talk Day. Okay. All right. I'm going to turn it over to Sports Talk uh, DT. We want to bring on one of Pontiac's own special talents. And DT, I'm going to let you do the introduction because I can't wait to talk to this young man. Very inspiring young man. So I'm going to DT, take take it away and introduce our special guest, please. Awesome. We're all this month, all this month right here on IFM Sports Radio. We are are celebrating uh, the title, I'm Just a Kid from Pontiac. Uh, celebrating uh, athletes in uh, a suburban town called the city of Pontiac, Michigan. And I come to bring on one of Pontiac, Michigan's greatest uh, talents. His name is Mr. Kimji Williams. He is a native of Pontiac, Michigan. He uh, went to Lake State University. 
He uh, is a professional uh, basketball player overseas, and he's right here on IFM Sports Radio. Uh, AK-47, what's going on, my friend? How you you doing, sir? Man, I'm I'm doing good, man. I thank you for taking time out of your schedule to come on Sports Talk with DT and Dave tonight. Uh, Obviously, you've been in background, so you've been hearing a little bit of the conversation about what's going on. Hey, but just before we get into that, I want to talk to you for a minute, man. So, talk to me a little bit about growing up in the city of Pontiac. What is that? What was that like for you? Uh, it was definitely a, a climb up the hill for me. Uh, coming from Pontiac, uh, in my life story, um, but it was uh it was uh, it was striving for greatness. Um, I believe it was a great growing up here. Saved my life, I believe, uh, in the sake of the the way I apply my work ethic and the things that I do in life, I apply it the same way I grew up. So I feel like, uh, you know, growing up in Pontiac was essential to who I've become today. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So what were some of your struggles that you might have had to endure, if anything, uh, coming up in the city? I'm I'm sorry. You talking about um my my story as far as coming up as a young child? No, just yes, just curious. Just what were some of your struggles that you had to deal with uh growing up? Uh just uh, some some very uh personal family situations um that I I've, I've been put in um to, you know, to I mean to grow uh for one. But um there's a lot of uh, family uh, historical, uh, you know, trending things that just continuously happens in my family that I want to uh, be the one who breaks the curse. So, um, you know, that's always been my goal, and you know, and I'm gonna continue to work towards that. Man, so who has been your biggest supporter, AK, uh, in your basketball career up until this point? Uh, I would have to say my aunt Yvette Williams. Um, She's the the woman who put the ball in my hand, and um, and uh, I used to play one on one against her as a child growing up. So I'm sure everyone uh, around the the parks in Pontiac know who she is. Um, and if you've ever come to a game, if you know me as a person or personally, then you know um, then you know who she is. So um, she's very um, Easily my number one fan throughout my whole life. <laughs> yes, she is. Yes, she is. Your aunt is a very, very uh, wonderful, wonderful woman. So, um, so AK, what was it like going to Lake State? You know, I, I know a lot of guys that I know uh, went there, a lot of guys that um, you encountered yourself with, uh, Lance Monroe, uh, Emmy Wafer, uh, Tory Jackson, a lot of those guys out of the Saginaw area that know you uh, and know your game very well. What was it like um, going to Lake State and hanging around those guys? Uh, it was life-changing uh, because it's totally different. Um, before I went to Lake, before I chose to go to Lake State, I, I knew nothing about it. Uh, I've never been up north past the Mackinac Bridge. So uh, it was kind of life-changing uh, to give me a, you know, a more cultural background to myself. Um, 
But, uh, I mean, as far as from the snow, you know, the old school grind, to just McDonald's closing at 10, like, it's just uh, so many just uh, different different aspects of life, just four hours up, 75. And, um, I mean, it was it was a challenge, definitely a challenge, but um, it wasn't anything that, you know, I couldn't handle or felt that I couldn't handle. I enjoyed uh I enjoy every moment, every year that I spent there, um, and it's it's changed. It's changed me a lot too to uh, you know put in a different perspective, uh, give me a bigger view of life. What were tough? What were some of the toughest battles that you had to uh, endure while at Lake State? Uh, snow is one of the biggest challenges. <laughs> Uh, I've never uh, seen so much snow uh, and, you know, trying to get to classes, walking, walking to classes, uh, walking to different workouts. Uh, the snow was a big challenge. And just um, Epilex State, it's so old school. It's everything's, uh, it's like, you know, so behind on, uh, you know, technology and all these things, um, I'd say. And um, just the the background of the school uh, was, you know, a little challenge because it was so different from Pontiac. Um, You know, as we all know, uh, the UP is more wild and wilderness, and, you know, Pontiac, we're more city-like. So just that that changeover was a a bit of a struggle, Uh, you know, just just to move in as a freshman and, you know, trying to, be great at what I do, but, you know, also there's backgrounds up to life changes that was just, that dropped on me just four hours away from home. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, listen, man, we're going to pay some bills, man, because we want to turn this conversation up and go to the next level. We want to talk about LeBron James a little bit. We want to talk about Kevin Durant a little bit. We want to talk about these coaches that's been fired so we're going to pay some bills right now. We're going to go all the way to Texas to my man, Mo3. And we're going to be right back on ISM Sports Radio in just a moment. But let's go to uh, Mo3. Let's go outside. We'll be right back on ISM Sports Radio. Let's go. Come outside. Tell them boys they better pray. Tell them boys stay out the way. Tell them ain't nobody safe. On my mama on my gang. We gon' put it in they face. Yeah. They scared to come outside. Niggas know it's every name day. God know I'm stepping out with later. They tell it hurts, it ain't no message. That's just how we made it. You heard that church up in my face? Cause no weapon formed against me, 
Michelle Prosper, yeah. Yeah, no clutching on the chopper, yeah. Waiting on them boys outside. They said they come outside. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Niggas know you stepping night and day. Niggas know you stepping now and later. So I feel cursed, I pray for better days Seems like yesterday we was catching plays And it's been hard on me lately, I can't catch a break I'm losing niggas on the day today Every day I pray, only God can take this hate away Lord knows if I see him, I'm gonna have to spray That same spot I seen him is the spot he laid There's a heaven for a real one I had to smoke them, even Moses had to kill one Do it for the bills, I swear this shit is getting ill That's just to come outside Ooh, yeah, yeah Niggas know we stepping night and day Know I'm stepping night and day Know we stepping now and day Hey, hey, hey Church, it ain't no mercy, that's just how we made it Church up in my burger, that's just how we made it Oh, you hear that church up in my burger, that's just how I'm raised Lock off in my bitches, that's just how I came Keep a 30 on me, nigga, don't get out the way What? Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. No, I get my preacher on Yeah, big old Dells and Eagle on Fly in the Eagle, big old shooter pull up in them Regals on Drop out down on my feet for this, that gang gang I put them demons on you Put that nigga not equal, we throw heat up I got that ether on uh-huh. They didn't believe I'm the people choice uh. They didn't believe in us Run down on you in the Medidas, uh They scared to come outside Yo, 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 yo. That was my main man, Mo3. Well, let's come outside. And we back on IFM Sports Radio with my man, Mr. AK47 Williams. Hey, from Lake State. And he's just a kid from Pontiac. What's going on, AK? What's going on? I'm glad to be, I'm, I'm glad to be on the show, too. Man, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule, man. And I got my main man. Sports Talk Deep Boy, Sports Talk Dave on the line. What's going on, Sports Talk? Hey, nah. Hey, how you doing, brother? AK? How you doing? I'm good. What's I'm going good. on? I'm good, myself. What's going on, good, fellas? Myself. How y'all doing? Hey, oh, so man, I'm good, good, man. So we're going to swing this next portion of Sports Talk Dave. We're going to let him rock out. Go ahead, Sports Talk. So... Kenzie, man, man, listen, first of all, man, congratulations on all the success that you've been blessed with, man. Uh, very talented young man. I want to give you all your accolades and all your flowers right now, brother, because, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring back some memories on you of uh, the NBS putting a couple of uh, high double-digit games on some teams I coached back then, man. But, I mean, you can <laughs> see the talent even then, so – Man, hey, just tell me, tell me what what's life like right now? Like, you know, starting off putting the ball in your hand to where you are now, man. What, what, what did you think you'd be at this experience? The things that you've experienced when you started off dribbling the basketball. Starting off, uh, I, I mean, it was always just a, I loved the game so much. So I never, um, as a kid, I never, you know, as a kid, you always say you want to, you know, 
play a professional sport. But until I got to maybe like middle school to high school to where I knew I could do something with it and continue and to change my, my life doing it. And um, for me, it was, um, I never had a, um, a plan B. Uh, it was always uh, plan A was always basketball for for me, and, and plan B was to make sure basketball worked. And uh, I, I went to school for business, of course, to, you know, everyone, you know, your parents always say you have to have something to fall back on, but it was not, that was something I wanted to do, business marketing as far as my basketball. So it was just an add-on to to what I thought would, you know, be a successful career. But basketball, from high school, I knew I would, eventually play somewhere professionally. So what game or what moment in a game that you act, it actually hit you that, man, I could do something real, real, real good with my life and with this, with this round orange bouncy thing, <laughs> you know, what, what, what was that moment that hit you just like, wow, I can really, this can really take me somewhere. I would say freshman year, uh, Freshman year, I I, I lived um, with, with two older older cousins of mine who were four years older than me. So they were on varsity when I was a freshman incoming. And, you know, we would have talks at home. You know, we would have more, you know, we motivated each other different. They would say, oh, you can't. I bet you, I bet you, can't, you ain't going to make it in varsity this year. And uh, they, they and then they telling me they don't allow players on varsity as a freshman, so you won't even be able to do it anyways. So they would say these things to me, and knowing me, um, I took on the challenge. So, incoming freshman, I played JV, and we won every. I didn't lose a game on JV, so I didn't lose a game on JV, and we were winning by twenty plus. So. Then there was a moment where I had to meet up, uh, meet up with my with the varsity coach, so he could, um, you know, ask me if I wanted to move up during the middle of the season. So at that point, I figured my season was going great on JV, and the the varsity team wasn't going so well at the time. And when I moved up, everything clicked. Even though I didn't start, I didn't, I didn't start. I played often, but at that moment, the varsity team, with me as a freshman moving up, started to click, and that that click gave us a run to eventually being Pontiac High School, which is a, you know, a crazy memorable game for me because I was a freshman and playing against Aunt Adams and you know my hometown team. So that that year kind of gave me the idea that I definitely could. Uh, be successful. Okay, okay. Well, let's switch gears a little bit because I want to pick your brain with the basketball knowledge you have. Um, I want to get your opinion on the the state of the NBA right now with the mighty uh, Nets going down to the Milwaukee Bucks, and now we have uh, actuality in the, the final four of the teams have uh, four African American head coaches. Uh, what is your opinion on how the playoffs have been so far? 
is it is it is it still watered down as some people will say or is it actually exciting and you're looking forward to what is coming? Uh I would say it was it, it's very exciting uh for me I I mean to watch I mean the only the only downfall of it being even more exciting and uh is the fact that we have a lot of uh talent that isn't being able to be out there on the floor to showcase the talent during these times. So I would think that's just the the, the biggest downfall because uh, now we don't have some of our favorite players playing, you know, here and out. All throughout the season, some guys are playing two. Some guys are playing one game and then the next game not playing. So I think that's the biggest challenge of, of the NBA now is uh, keeping the, the players safe so we can you know, see what it would be like if everyone was able to play. Because now we're only getting bits and pieces of each player of these guys having to step up. Yes, we give them, you know, other players to step up, but it also is taken away from, you know, seeing the guys we like to see out there on the floor. But other than that, I'm enjoying it. So let me ask you this. Now, with the emergence, now they always say you players make their name in the playoffs. Um one one player in particular who is is showing what really, you know, he's living the mama mentality, in my opinion, and that would be Devin Booker. How how have you, how, what, if anything, about Devin's game, now that it's, you know, the playoffs put you on a national spotlight? Have you been following Devin Booker? And if so, are you ex- was this an expectation? Has it always been Devin Booker? Or are you becoming a fan as I am? Because I don't really see a lot of Phoenix games. But I'm becoming more of a bigger fan of Devin Booker each time I see him play. What's your opinion on, on, on Devin Booker and the emergence of his uh, living the mama mentality in the playoffs? Uh, I've been actually uh, paying attention to his career uh you know, since he was kind of in Kentucky. Um, I knew from the Kentucky team that he was the best shooter on the court on their whole team. Um, and then when he when he eventually got to the NBA, um, you know, when you score a 70-point game, it's just uh, you just don't – even though you're losing, you, you know, as a basketball player, you don't just overlook those type of things. And, you know, you could see the, you know – the, the, the skill and the talent and his footwork and all the, you know, the similar, similar similarities to Kobe. Uh, so this was expected. I knew once I, I knew once he got to a, you know, a good team that it would show even more because he wasn't able to make it to the playoffs because after seeing what he did in the bubble was, you know, that, that, that was, that was put on notice, but, you know, now that he has a, you know, Chris Paul, someone to help him, you know, be to be greater, then this is when it all blows up for him. So um, I'm happy for him. Uh, I definitely saw the Kobe. Uh, I I believe I've seen it, you know, years before this moment here that he had that, that mentality and that, that skill level. All right, I'm going to bring D, uh, Sports Talk D-Boy in. D-Boy, go ahead and ask uh, AK-47 some questions and see, see, see what's on his mind. All right. Mr. AK, how you doing, bro? I'm doing great. And you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I just I want to, like, um, 
I got my question is to you is like, what was what was your best moment? What was your your top three best moment um, in your career? Like like your your most memorable that that's gonna always stick with you. What was your top three? And you can see, you can start from your youngest to the oldest, or you know however you want to explain it. What's your top three best moments? Your your most favorable, memorable moments. Uh, okay. Uh, I think for sure my top one would be um, in high school. I went as a junior in high school. We went. 21 and 1. Um, that was our record. Uh, so that was just awesome. a, a, memor- a, memor- I mean, a, a memorable season, um, just to say the least of that. Um, so I would say that's the the one for me. And um, two would uh, definitely have to be uh, beating, beating Pontiac probably. And the um, I, I forget what, what game district championship game um, to play. Even you know it was it was a great game. We went into overtime. I was a freshman. I played a lot. I had a, a very impactful uh, you know uh, play and to actual play in it and to play against my friends and you know my family that I grew up with. So I would say that's number two and. Uh, Number three would have to be. Uh, number three would have to be me scoring forty six and uh, and setting my record, uh, my high school record, in front of the guy who who held the record. That's awesome. That's great right there. Now, okay, so what was your worst? Worst. Mm-hmm. Uh. One of them, I would have to say, almost having a quadruple double against Clarkson with turnovers. Uh, Jeez. So, uh, so, uh, so who was you that night? You was Chris Paul, or was you um, <laughs> the guy? <laughs> I can't even get his name. I think y'all was setting it on you. Who's one was? I was trying to be like Chris Paul, but it wasn't working that day. Uh, that um, losing in the second round with, during the the season where we went twenty one and one, uh, we only made it to the second round of the playoffs. Um, that was very upsetting, um, and that probably could be number one. Honestly, um, what would be the so, so like, uh, I'm listening. So like, okay, like that game. Okay, so so when you had your worst moment, what did you feel? What what did you feel that was your major downfall, and you felt like you had to work at it to get back where you needed to be? Uh. I would say with the turnovers, definitely it was uh, that was uh, that was that moment was uh, was changing, life changing because I probably never noticed or paid attention to how many turnovers I would have in a game. 
So then it would it changed my mindset to understand and keep track of like I can't turn the ball over, and you know, so that was like a, a big change for me because I as a, obviously as a point guard you want to limit your turnover. So um, during that that moment in my life, I started to realize and understand that the efficiency of you know handling the ball and wanting to pass it. Okay, now. Okay, now here's here's a here's a, a a question that all all NBA players or people who like to play basketball would like to know. So at that moment, when you that moment in the game, and you and you was having them turnovers, mentally, okay, okay, when you was thinking to yourself, was you was you asking yourself, is this mental or is this physical? The reason why I'm making all these turnovers. Uh, for me, I was I'm more of a. How do you feel that? What 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 do you think that you that was causing you to make these turnovers? Was it mental or physical? Uh, definitely just probably uh, mentally uh, being laid on, you know, depending on how I was turning the ball over at the time, being laid on reads. Because, uh, I mean, we all know Clarkson plays um, a different type of basketball. Uh, right. You know, exactly. so it's so it's, it's it wasn't it was something that at the time I I, I probably haven't seen um, in high school. So that it was a mental thing because I, I guess I wasn't mentally prepared to see the traps and the type of things that they were doing uh, to isolate me as to being the best player. So I definitely feel like it was definitely probably mentally. Um, I think so most was of this the game. First- was that the first uh, time that um, was that the first time that that um, a certain trap was put on you to shut you down that you had encountered, or was it you know because you know like um, in the playoffs a lot of times you don't play certain teams as much as you play the other. So was that was that was that a different type of trap that they made specially for you and it was caused you to make these turnovers? Uh. At the time, I wasn't watching film, so I don't know if it was just specifically for me. But, I, I mean, for me, I've played a lot of basketball, and uh, I've seen a lot of different traps, you know, three and one, four and one, and all that type of stuff. Uh, but at that time, uh, as a high schooler, when I was playing, I, I just probably – it was something that I didn't see that they, they was uh, – they was taking away the, like, they were taking away half of the court, so, and they were oh, okay. like uh, boxing, boxing me in, and taking up space of the court, and it was just something I, at the time, I, I haven't seen. Uh, right. But at at this point, I would love to see it again. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'm quite sure you you really, you well prepared for that type of traffic now. <laughs> hey, I got I got a question for I got a question for you, AK. Yep, I'm with uh, you. Give me your, give me your, give me your, give me your, give me your teams to make the play the finals. Give me your teams to make the finals and why. Uh, the team is gonna make it to the out of these teams right now. Um, I think yes, uh, Suns. I think Suns will make it. Um, I think uh, just uh, whether Chris Paul comes back or not. Um, I think the team is uh, a little stronger. 
And I think okay. they uh they're tired of losing. Uh so and they, and they and they got it right here on their hands. So I don't think they're gonna let it go. Um so especially how they played last year in the bubble is 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 also another reason why I believe they will make it past the Clippers. And the Clippers is my team, so <laughs> so I'm just I can't front. I'm a Kawhi uh, fan. I can't I'm, I'm a Kawhi fan, fan but but it's just, it's just it's something about the Clippers that's just not enough to beat this Sun yeah. team the way they're playing right now. Hey, AK, hey, let like me jump man. in, man. Um, when me and you when me and you had talked offline, you said I could ask you anything. You know, you know it's all funny game. So last summer. Last summer, you were called upon to represent the city of Pontiac in the Pontiac versus Flint battles that were going on all last summer. And you took down yes, one of Flint's, Flint's best players last year. Uh, how did that match up even come, to, come about? Uh, how, did, how did I get the call to, yes. to face the uh, – so I was – honestly, I was, uh, I was in the gym working out. Um and I was getting, and I got a call from my cousin. Um, you guys definitely probably know him, uh, Rashad. More, uh, I got a call from my 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 uncle. So he called me. He asked me, uh, you know, if I if I would play, you know, if I wanted to play. I was like, yeah, I'll play. Uh, and for me, it was it was it wasn't um, really about uh, the money or anything like that. It was more about just uh, being there for you know supporting my my, my city, and because uh, I I know previously before I played there was a couple losses, so it was more for me it was uh, more just to represent our city. Um, they they put an opponent out there now and, and I was I was prepared and ready. All right, cool. So so AK, um, how did it come about with you going going overseas and everything? Uh, coming out of college, I knew. I mean, I knew my stats were, you know, pretty good. And even though I went to a Division two school, uh, I knew the numbers that I put up couldn't be overlooked. Uh, so I had a few agents, um, you know, contact my coach. Um, you know, me and my coach looked through some agents, and I finally picked one. And um, I mean, I, I stayed working out. I mean, I, I honestly, I said. And this was longer than what I expected. I sat for like over a year again when I got out of college before I landed my first contract. So, you know, at a time it, it was becoming um you know, you know, you start to think like, is it gonna like is it gonna happen? Like and and at this time I didn't have a, a job. So it, you know, it started to become a conflict with me just working out and not having a job, so but for me, I just I just kept space. Um, I, my agent my agent was working, and eventually, um, you know, he told me he had a team for me and friends. I, and I just asked God. I was just, um, you know, I told God if if he just give me a opportunity to get my foot in the door, and I'll and I'll uh, and I'll run with it. So, and that's just the way I. Um, and that's just how my whole my whole life has been. I just have no you know grind my way up. So um, awesome. it's never been a problem. But yeah, that's um uh, that's how uh, I got in contact with a team in France, and I went and played very well to for them to want me to come back. And this season, uh, I moved up uh, leagues uh, from last season, so 
Uh, I'm just gonna continue to work, work, work my way up the ladder, and do what I got to do. Hey, the NBA draft lottery is set to come on shortly, sir. Who do you got winning the um, winning the draft lottery? Who gets number one drafted tonight? I have no clue. Well, according according um, to draft predictions, uh, the Houston Rockets, the Houston Rockets, the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Toronto Raptors and the Detroit Pistons all have a 14% chance. Uh, there's, so basically what I'm saying is there's a four-way tie of getting the number one draft pick being the four teams I just mentioned. Who who, who do you like out, out there, Drew? Uh I think the Rockets definitely deserve the pick. Um, no disrespect to the Pistons, but the Pistons, we be, we be uh, hurting ourselves, so. I feel um, I feel the Rockets definitely need it the most. Yeah, definitely with all that, with with so much they gave up in the James Harden trade, I do I do feel as if that a top draft pick is what they need to kind of boost their fan base just a little bit, some because their team is in in desperate uh, in desperate shape. They won like maybe eleven or twelve ball games all year. You know, so I definitely agree with you uh, on that standpoint. Who's your goal, LeBron James or Kevin Durant? Neither, Kobe. Okay, well, you know, just for the sake. <laughs> well, you know, I guess, I guess I guess let's move on then. I guess let's move on. What's more impressive? What's more impressive to you, uh, Trey Young? Uh, Trey Young, Atlanta Hawks, eliminating the number one overall seed for the Delphi 76ers, or Giannis going to Brooklyn and winning in game seven? Uh, Trey Young. Okay, what's more impressive to you, uh, the Clippers winning four straight, or um, the Phoenix Suns running to the Denver Nuggets 4-0? Uh, Phoenix Suns. Okay, what's more impressive to you? Um, let me see. The way that the Atlanta Hawks was just to the distance in every game of this, these playoffs, or was it the way that the Phoenix Suns ran through the Los Angeles Lakers? Uh, the Lakers, the Phoenix Suns, the Lakers, like that. It's very sad. Well, hey, let me jump in real quick, fellas. Let me jump in real quick, fellas. Update for the lottery draft. Top 14, Toronto Raptors, Cleveland Cavaliers, the Detroit Pistons, and the Houston Rockets. Out of those four wow. teams, somebody's going to get the number one pick. Has the draft oh, and, uh, has the lottery already started? Has the lottery already oh, started? Oh, and, and D-Boy... D-Boy, your, your boy's got the 7th and the 14th pick. Sorry, sir. You said 14? The 7th and the 14th pick. Sorry, sir. Hey, hey, hey you know what? Every third pick counts. <laughs> all I'm going to say is we we in the top four. So, I, <laughs> so, so hey, okay, hey, hey, so, we really don't need no pick. Now y'all need help. So, but anyway, so, DT, so, go ahead. Okay, let me go to this. So, AK, okay, let me ask you this question. Um, 
if the Pistons, let's just say for the sake of the conversation, the Pistons do win the lottery and get the number one draft pick, who do, who do the Pistons pick? Hmm. That's a good question. Or, 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 or let me ask you like this. Is Kay Cunningham the consensus number one overall draft pick? If not Kay Cunningham, who goes number one? Not Cunningham. I mean, that's who I would like to see them pick. He's, uh, that's who I would like to see uh, them pick. Or the uh, the if they got the pick. So, in a previous interview, I met with Mr. KJ Hamler, and he made he made mention of you, and along with uh, Jamal Kane, along with Isaiah Jackson, along with. Um, I mean, if, if Kane wasn't there, if Kane wasn't there, her name is Taylor Wynn. That's the, go ahead. I'm sorry, um, if, um, I was saying if, uh, K Cunningham wasn't the pick, then it would have to be, uh, it would have to be Isaiah Jackson. Isaiah Jackson. <laughs> I like that pick. Which, which, which I was going, which, which I was going to Isaiah Jackson, uh, next because AJ Hammer mentioned that in, um, he said that being from the city of Pontiac, and I quote, is up to you, meaning himself, Isaiah Jackson, Jamal Kane, Miss Kayla Webb, he may mention of you, uh, and Mr. Jamal Kane, which is all of the younger generation of guys from Pontiac and ladies, uh, Miss Kayla Webb, who plays at Providence University, has gone away from Pontiac and is doing things. He said that it's on you guys to carry the mantle for the city of Pontiac sports. Do you believe? What KJ is saying is true that you kind of feel the weight of Pontiac on your shoulders to be successful. Uh, I definitely feel the I feel the need for me to um, the 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 pathway for me. I feel I'm doing all this on my own. Um, you know, I didn't have you know no older guys uh, who took it this far to you know lead me you know through the through the way through college or anything like that. So. I feel uh, my path is to open a, a, a lane for, you know, the, the next kids who, who may look up to me from here. And uh, I do I do carry that on my shoulders uh, every day, every every day, every day I'm there. Um, I want to represent Pontiac. That's, I mean, that's it's who I am. I got a similar tattoo. Uh, it's I, it's a, it's a symbolism uh, for our area code. It's two four eight. Um, but I did it with a two four slash eight. It's not a Kobe tattoo, but it gives me the idea of you know the saying working twenty four seven. For me, for me, I say twenty four eight. It's our area code, and you worked overtime, so that's just uh, my general thought okay. of the of the, yes, of the tattoo. So. Uh, <laughs> So um, I have that tattoo like on that. me, and, um, you know, so I, I, I do carry that shoulder. Um, I try to present myself in a, in a manner to where younger kids can respect me, uh, you yeah. know, to, and to look up to me. And, and I'm, I'm very approachable to any kid who come up to me or, you know, speak with me, especially from our city. Uh, 
my my biggest dream is to well my 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 biggest goal that I just created for myself I even have like a business plan I want to open a gym in Pontiac so uh, just to give back because there's a lot of rec centers that's not open that were open when I was younger so uh, just a few ideas that I have uh, to grow to grow Pontiac um, the youth so I, I I do carry that shoulder uh, that weight on my shoulders. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And listen, man, we out of time for today. Uh, we thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, man, to stop by the uh, stop by the show tonight. We're gonna give you this time. Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! The Detroit Pistons <laughs> have the number one pick in the NBA wow. draft. Wow! Wow! Congratulations to my boys! Congratulations, Finally. To Detroit Pistons! Congratulations! Uh, the right decision. Let's go Evan Mobley. Let's go Evan Mobley. The Pistons got the top pick. Let's go Evan Mobley. Let's go get Evan Mobley. I just threw you the bully. Hey, man, but we got to get up out of here, man. Hey, hey, AK, give, go ahead and give your hashtags where people can find you at. Go ahead and give your shout out. Anybody want to say what um, My Instagram is AK47 underscore Williams. Um, Man, follow me. I, I want to start a YouTube page, too, uh, this season so you guys can travel with me and get an idea of how I live when I'm in France. So follow that. I'm posting daily. Bet, bet, bet. First talk, D-Boy, what's going on? Talk to me. Uh, I would like to give a shout-out to Mr. AK, brother. Please keep uh, keep up. Uh... Keep doing what you're doing. Keep your head up. Don't let nothing take you down or take you off your path. And please keep being a role model for our younger generations. And um, be strong, brother. All right? And I'll uh, be happy yeah. to talk to you again. And uh, yeah, I'd like sir. to give a shout-out to King uh, the T on the ones and twos. Give a shout-out to IFM Radio. Give a shout-out to Rolo Solo, the Relax and Relay Show. And and give a shout out to the rest of our crew on the IFM um, team. Give a shout out to my special two brothers, Sports Talk Dave, Sports Talk DT, and ladies and gentlemen, please stay healthy. Please, please take all your vitamins, drink plenty of water, eat healthy every day, and take care of yourself. And give a shout out to Deep Boy. What 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 is you Hulk Hogan now? All right, Sports Talk Day. What's yeah. going on? Hey man, as always, I always want to give start off giving a shout out to the Lord for blessing us to have this platform to be able to speak to people and reach people on on our favorite topic of sports. I want to give a shout out to our special guest AK47. Keep striving, young man. God is blessing you, and keep uh, doing what you're doing. Uh, Rolo Solo Dolo. Uh, Relax and Relate Show, the IFM Nation, Tina T's on the one and twos, and of course, I always want to shout out the Sports Talk family, D-Boy and DT, my brothers. Thank you so much, you know, for the intellectual sports conversation. I also want to give a shout out to the city of Pontiac as a whole. And also, as I always say, ladies and gentlemen, be safe. Just because we got this vaccine doesn't mean we beat covid so do what you got to do. If you don't have to leave, stay home. If you do have to leave, still practice social distancing. For those that need to, please wear your mask. But as always, stay safe, and we'll see you next week. 
for another episode of Sports Talk with DT and Dave. Hey, yo, 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 man. I definitely got to give a shout-out to my main man, AK, for stopping by the show, man. Anyone here at the Sports Talk fam, my kids, Destiny and Demaya, I give y'all a shout-out every week. Congratulations on having good grades. Pass it to the next grade. Daddy loved you. Uh, what else? Uh, Battle I-75 coming up July 17th. Michigan Heat semi-pro tryout July 10th. Uh, man, we moving. Uh, Battle Battle I-75, Atlanta, Georgia, October 28th. Don't tell nobody. Uh, but, yeah, it's going down, man. Y'all mask up. Be safe. Keep it tight. Hey, AK, one last question before we go. Uh, Clippers and Phoenix tonight, who you got, 2-0 or 1-1? I got them 2-0, Phoenix. All right, tomorrow, Atlanta and Milwaukee, who you uh, who, who you who you got winning game one? Uh, you said, uh, I think um, Milwaukee Bucks. Sports talk. Oh. They're, going, they're going to the finals. It was out of KG who, who and Giannis. Who the finals? Giannis is going to the finals and me and Phoenix Suns. Giannis versus DeAndre. Hey, Sports Talk D-Boy, who you got going to the finals? Going to the finals? Yes. Who, oh, who, who, gonna who, who's going to the finals? It's going to be a tough one, man. You know. Uh, okay, I'm all L.A. and Atlanta. I'm going to make a tough call. Sports Talk Dave, who you got going to the finals? Phoenix and Milwaukee. Who started at the beginning of the season? All right, I got Chris Paul, facing ice cold Trey and Atlanta Hawks. Rolo solo dolo and Tina T. Do me favor, kick the theme song. Y'all have a good night. Yeah, sports, DT sports talk. All we talk sports, sports talk. All I know is sports, DT Sports Talk, talk about some sports, yeah, sports talk, all we know is sports, DT Sports Talk, all we talk is sports, sports talk, all I know is sports, yeah, DT Sports Talk, yeah. all we no talk sleep. is sports, Touchdown every time I score, I'm in the zone like 2-3, hustle hard like Nipsey, bring the corner back, Jalen Ramsey, in the trees like a jaguar, but I switch it up from an Aries. I ram it, chillin' in the clouds with some angels I met in Los Angeles. Run through it, I'm a tight end, Derrick Henry. Yeah, I'll forever be legendary. Rest in peace to Kobe, LeBron James, you can't coach me. Bring life to the game like MJ. Then I get bored like Capella and transform it like Steph Curry. I'ma make a splash, go K. Okay? The K stands for play. Started getting rings like Vince. So they gave the trophy my name Man, I'm cold like Lambo It get messy when I kick it like Ronaldo or Neymar Either you going home or going hard to sports talk with DC No sleep